Welcome back to Starcastic Remarks. Uh, this is Ryan. Uh, with me today, I've got Chris and Zach. Howdy. How's it going? And we are the only, we are the Dallas Stars. Oh my goodness. Only fan-led podcast. We are the only Dallas Stars fan-led podcast. There you go. That's a, that's a mouthful to say. All right. So I went on a little bit of a rant on Twitter. How about y'all? I stayed, I stayed off Twitter. Off. Yeah, I was off social media today. <laughs> yeah, y'all were probably pretty smart to stay off of Twitter. I didn't go like full rant, but I did voice my displeasure with the the team's effort today. There was just no effort at all. Especially especially from our best guys. Our worst line today was the first line. It was terrible. They had one shift that they stayed in the offensive zone. Pretty much every shift that Ben Sagan Radulov had they were in their defensive zone against the mckinnon line not being able to keep up it was it was really terrible it was not good at all yeah and and what's crazy is when you look at the stats like just you know the base game stats it does this looks like a game that we should have won like i mean we have four more shots on goal so that's not a crazy amount more but you know we win shots on goal uh 45 to 28 on hits 26 to 18 on block shots 12 to 15 on giveaways like when you have a stat lines like that, you should be winning. You should be winning the game, or at least being within one goal. To lose this game, it really was just. It seemed like a lack of heart to me. Uh, the only the only player that actually looked like he cared out on the ice was Yanmark, in my opinion. Yeah, huge shout out to him tonight. Uh, he was by far our best player. And, no and doubt was, there in my mind. And it was frustrating because it like his line wasn't helping him at all. Like it looked like seriously, it was him skating around the ice trying to do something. And it kind of shows in at you know at the end of the game he got the misconduct as well like it's because he cared about what was going on. Yeah, seriously, where was Pavelski in this? Where was that that spice that he had at the end of game five when he was showing everybody that you know we're playing like crap and we need to fix this? Where 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 was that today? There it was not there. There was no effort. There was no desperation. The only people that seemed to care about the play today was Hudobin, who showed up again today. And Yanmark, and then maybe to a slight degree Haskinen, but he, even that, and I'll be honest, that goal with Haskinen, it shouldn't have gone in. That was Hutchinson trying to showboat, and he missed the puck. Yeah, it should it should have been a save. Um, it yeah, it just, at the end of the day, it really just looked like a lack lack of effort. Um, I mean, there we didn't we didn't go into the corners like we usually do and win puck battles. We we kept on dumping the puck in. And then wouldn't chase it, like we dumped the puck in, especially when we we're losing. We dumped the puck in and then not don't chase go after it, it. Right. don't get it, and go for a change when we're down two goals. Like we had no offensive, just like zone time. It felt. Yeah, there was no offensive pressure at all. Like there was no Zero. good, there was no good shots. I did not see any grade A chances the entire game. We had shots; they were all from the outside, pretty much all from the defensemen which is typical for our offense, but there's no forwards being creative. Nobody was making space up front. No one was grinding up front trying to get rebounds. There was nothing. There, there was no good chances this game, and the one we scored on, like you said, was, was a fluke. That was completely a fluke goal. And, you know, honestly, when we scored that goal, it was like, okay, maybe we'll actually win this thing. And, and but, at that point in the game, we deserved that goal because we played the better first period, right? Our first yeah, especially period was the first the, 10 minutes. Yeah. The first 10 minutes were good. The first and, period was great, and I thought we deserved that goal, and we deserved to be up in that period. And, and then you know, and you know what? That, that goal at the end of the first, I think, shifted the, shifted the game. 
Um, and I felt it coming. Like, the last two minutes of the period, it was the same thing that Colorado was doing earlier in this series, where the last two minutes of the period, we were like, okay, we'll just take our lead, our lead into, into the uh, intermission, and then we just decide that we're going to go ahead and let them just shoot over and over and over again. And, of course, eventually they're going to score. So that shifted the momentum severely with them tying up a period that really, like, we won the period. Yeah, had no business of being tied. Yeah. Yeah, and they even admitted it. The Avalanche in their post-game interviews were saying, you know what, we played like dog crap in the yeah. first period. Yeah, that's the other thing. The Avalanche did not play a good game. They were not that great. They didn't. Mm-hmm. They didn't have many uh, great no, chances I, either. Yeah, I, I think me and Zach, or me and me and Zach, uh, disagree with you there. Their no, second no, period was no. excellent. Oh, I, you disagree with, with me? I'm agreeing with Chris. Yeah. Really? I, okay. Honestly, okay, I was wrong. The av- All right. The Avalanche. The Avalanche. This game looked completely beatable. Uh, they did not look anywhere close to the first period from la- from last uh, last game. They didn't. They weren't flying around. They looked slow. We the just stat- looked slower. The stat line shows that, like Zach, like Zach pointed out. We outplayed them in every category, but there was no heart. There was no trying to score, it looked like. It didn't look like anyone was pressuring the net at all, especially on a goaltender like Hutchinson, who's new to it all. We should have been in his face the whole game. I don't know. It, it's a lack of preparedness for this game is really what it is. That's got to be the game plan to crash the net on this young goaltender, and there's no – That's why is that not the game plan? Why is that not happening? Why is yeah. it only shots from the outside? That's not that's not the way to score. And well, it was and I, also also very clear, like just watching the last two minutes when we pulled our when we pulled our goalie, we weren't even like we weren't taking shots. We're down two goals, and we're just passing around the perimeter, not taking shots. Like, what's the point of pulling your goalie if you're not going to take any shots? Yeah, at that like, point, you just got to pepper the net. I mean, you got nothing to lose. You yeah, just pepper if, the net with whatever you got. If we put twenty eight shots on goal and only had one goal, it at some point you just got to keep on putting them on because he's going to mess up. Like I think honestly, he uh, Hutchinson played a pretty good game. Besides the flute goal, he had a couple. He had I think one save on Foxa that was really good. Foxa actually elevated above the pad on the uh, on his glove uh, side, and he that was a good save. It. And that, that was I think a good that save. was another big turning point because I think that was gonna that would have been the first goal in the game. So if we had gotten that one plus the Haskinen goal. I think it's a very different game. So I do want to give some props to Hutchinson. I think he played he played well tonight. He wasn't tested as much, you know, as much with quality chances as you'd expect. But um, you know, he he made one or two big saves that I think you know kept that kept the abs going. So this was a third string goaltender. What on? I'm sorry, I'm ranting a little bit, but what on earth are they doing in game five and in game six? Like, they, they had two opportunities to close the series out, to get a little bit of a rest going into against the Vegas Golden Knights. I, I mean, they're they're Canucks, they're gonna win that series. Uh, I don't. Canucks uh, looked okay. okay go last Canucks. Game. Yeah, I go. I will say go Canucks. I like the Canucks, but I just don't think it's I their mean, time yet. I, it's I Vegas' prefer, time. I prefer Vegas, but I I think the Canucks can still show up. I mean, uh, they've looked pretty good, but I don't really right. care Back too to much what you about were that saying. series. So. <laughs> Back to your reg- regularly scheduled rant. He's a third-string goaltender. He had not made a single appearance in the postseason until Game 5. And we have done absolutely nothing to test him. The one good chance we had today was Foxa. That was it. And, that, and that's the one thing he had to answer today. 
He was solid enough to get the win for the Avalanche. He was that solid enough. And then the Avs, you know, maybe they weren't as good as I thought it was. I, I'm, but I'll, I'll get there in a second. But the Stars just sucked it up. They, they, there was no hustle. There's no desperation. There was no effort in all of that. That, now, that was honestly the like as far as excitement. That was the probably my the least exciting playoff game I've watched this postseason. I guess probably not postseason after round robin and playoffs. That game was not like it wasn't exciting. There was no like I don't think the it looked like a bad team bad team playing a worse team. Honestly, like I don't know what was going on out there today, um, but it I I did not enjoy the game at all like it just didn't seem yeah it, it did not seem like playoff atmosphere it was very strange well and again that it would be totally different if the stars gave their best effort and then just lost the game i i would totally be okay with that because that just means that the avalanche are a better team than us but y'all both said it y'all both said that the avalanche were beatable today completely 100 percent beatable by the stars and the the stars laid an egg it it, yeah. it was it was crap, and, and, and the blames got to go to the top three. Like they were absolutely terrible. The, those guys make more money than the bottom six forwards that we have, and they were worse than them. The bottom twenty five million, yeah. twenty five million dollars. Not not even worth that at all. You wouldn't pay them combined three million for for what they showed in this game. It, it was terrible. It was not good at all. And so, somebody had to answer at some point. Ben had to get in a fight. Somebody had to make a big hit. Nothing happened ever. There was not any spark at all. It was it was not it was not good. It was terrible. Taylor Fadoon had the same amount of shots as the top line combined. Sagan, Radulov, and uh, Ben all had one shot each. When Taylor Fadoon is the one that's taking more shots than your top three players, and I understand how the stars play. They pass it back up to the point, they shoot it on, and they look for rebounds. But those rebounds should be tested by our top three. It should be tested by our top three. And what made me mad even more was from in the second intermission, going into the third period, I'm thinking, okay, we've seen it before where they've been down two goals before, and they've been able to at least come back and make a game out of it, which is what they did. Uh, oh, goodness. Was it uh, Was it game three? I think is when we lost. Oh, I forgot. They won. <laughs> yeah. Well, there, there was one game. We were down three to one. We tied it and actually went ahead four to three and then lost the game six to four. I forgot which game that was. But regardless, but like that first four minutes in the third period, I'm just sitting there yelling at the TV like, what are you doing? What are you? It's yeah. The goal I, is I was that fully, way. I was fully expecting the third period for the stars to come out strong, and they 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 didn't. I don't know. It, I don't know what happened with. We lost your audio, Chris. We lost you, Chris. We can't hear you. Say something. Real, I I can cut it out. Just say something. I can't. Okay, I hear, we can hear you. Okay. Okay. All right, so, well, let me talk about one thing that's really bothering me more than anything, and it's kind of a two-sided uh, coin here, is the penalties tonight. First off, we just can't take – and I've, I've said this for weeks. I've said this for weeks. We did it against Calgary, and we were able to get away with it. But we did it again today. 
We, we, we took five penalties. Five. And we, especially when we're trying to close out a series, I don't care that they didn't score any goals on the power play. We well, had all the, the pace of play. Is the it, that is like, exactly yeah, we, that it, is the it, point. We weren't able to build any momentum because of the times where we were taking the penalties. Exactly, um, and and yeah, that was that was very frustrating. And there was a, a few of them that were very, very avoidable as well. Yeah, it, it just totally killed our mojo. It killed the the momentum through the whole game. And I've I've heard some people say on YouTube on. Uh, Facebook, it's just people who are in the game, that momentum is one of the biggest things in the bubble right now, more so than anything. Because there is no home field advantage, right? There's no home field advantage. So it's all about momentum. And right now, it is full speed, 100 miles an hour, Avs train headed our way. And I am crazy scared about Game 7. Well, what's funny is you say that, but Honestly, I don't feel like they have much momentum either. I think they know that they played bad. Like, that's... They, yes, they won, and they've won two in a row. Like, that's that's good for them, sure. But that was not... Like like I keep on saying, that, they didn't play a good game. That was not Avalanche hockey. That was, you know... they The only goal that I really was... By the way, was an incredible goal was the saucer pass from McKinnon over to... Was it Rantanen. Rantanen. Uh, that that play was beautiful, by the way. Picked it up. It didn't hit the ice. It was a saucer pass to his directly onto his stick. It was a beautiful play. Uh, well, and that that aside, the, it wasn't Avs hockey. Like it wasn't the exciting brand of hockey, the high speed hockey that they usually play. High scoring, um, yeah. So it'll be it'll be interesting. Um, I I don't think they have as much momentum as you're thinking going into Game Seven. They definitely have more than the stars, but I don't think it's a as huge gap as as what you're thinking. Yeah. No, so you I, think this is? Go, sorry, go ahead, Chris. Go ahead. Sorry. Hope, hopefully, just saying the words "game seven will find a way to spark these guys. I guess. I mean, I don't, I don't know how a game six after missing out on eliminating them last game doesn't, but they, they they've got to figure out a way to rally around something right now because it really didn't look like they wanted to be there at all. So. If momentum's the thing, then we have no idea who's got it right now, in my opinion. So y'all are more on the, uh, you're more on the edge of saying that it's just the stars that are sucking it up more so I, than the. Yeah, I think Avs this was the worst. Think, this I was the worst leaned, stars game since the last Avs game we had in the round robin. It was terrible. I think, Go ahead, Zach. I, I think that it leans Avalanche. I don't think it is heavy Avalanche though. Like. I mean, all I think all it would take in Game Seven is like you know a big hit or a fluky goal, and then it's back momentum stars, right? Like it's not like we're gonna need to like really come out and just heavily outplay them to get the momentum back in our favor. Yeah, and then, and then we didn't talk about this, but the stars only had the one power play at the very end of the game where and, Dickinson and they were, gets racked across the face, and somehow it's only a two minute. I I don't. I know that the, the the standard is is blood, and there 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 obviously wasn't blood, but you still can call a double minor on something egregious as that. That was a missed stick lift that raked all the way across his face, and I saw a piece of his visor that flew off in the shot. And if yeah. I don't know how you can't call that a double minor, after it, it 
that's honestly ridiculous to me. And there were so I mean, many times throughout the game where there could have been calls, especially interference calls when Dallas is trying to get into left the offensive and zone. Right. Yeah. It was, was ridiculous. So they called it one time in the beginning of the series, and I was hoping that would stop it and that they would keep on the avalanche for that because teams do that to us all the time because of the way we play hockey. But it was constant throughout the third period especially, and that's why we couldn't get into the zone at all and set up any kind of offense. It was ridiculous. Yeah, it that the refs didn't win the game for the Avalanche tonight, but it sure felt tilted. Um, there was there was a few times where like, you know, we were we were waiting on the puck to get there, and then they'd hit us like the puck's like four or five feet away still. We'd get hit, and then the puck goes by because we can't play the puck anymore. And th- they didn't call those, and that was that was I think the most frustrating thing for me was watching so many of those go by. Um, I, I think it's the interference call specifically that that were the most frustrating. Um, well, there was there, a few few other times where like it kind of looked like a hook or a hold, and yeah, that's what we, I was we about didn't to get, say. We didn't get the call, and the Avalanche got uh, the the one that I kind of get the one that they called on Perry, but he was falling down. I don't know how much control he had on it. He was he was falling down, and then they called holding. I, like, I don't what understand that holding? one at all. That one was ridiculous. Like the only thing I could think of is maybe he like reached out his hand and and got got the guy's foot. But like when I looked at the thing, it looked like he was bringing his hands to his face to make sure he didn't get kicked in the face after falling. So I I don't know on that one. It it, it felt really lopsided, especially the Avs apparently playing a solid fifty minutes. 55 minutes of penalty-free hockey. Apparently, they're just... Yeah, that's some bull crap. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It honestly felt very similar to the Blues, the end of the Blues series last year, where, like, apparently they just played, you know, five five periods of penalty-free hockey. Five periods of penalty-free hockey. Bull crap. And and the only one that they call is is one that, if they don't call, they, like... They lose their job. It's too obvious, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, seriously, yeah. That was the that was my main thing with it. Again, the stars didn't play with any heart. Like I I don't know if giving us power plays would have helped because they weren't playing well. Maybe it gives us a little bit of momentum to win. I'm not going to blame this loss on the refs, but it just didn't feel good. Yeah, I can't like, go yeah. without mentioning. Well, yeah, that I, that was actually y'all took it and ran with it because that was exactly the next thing I was going to mention. And you know, I even put on Twitter. I was just like, if they don't score on this Dickinson power play, that the one power play that we're gonna get, I knew we weren't gonna get another one. I just knew we weren't. And, and, if we don't score on it, the game's over. Either. And, no, and it didn't. The power play didn't look good either. Like, and that's kind of why I'm saying, like, you know, it didn't cut. Like, the refs didn't weren't the ones who cost us the game. But man, it feel it sucks to play bad and not get the and get so many call, missed calls. It feels like so. Yeah, it there there were just so many pick plays that could have obviously been called interference. There were some holds. Even there was one point I saw a hold, uh, you know, a hold on a stick, holding on the stick. Oh, they've been and, doing that all series and haven't been called. Yeah, so yeah, I guess that's true. Whatever. I think but, they just need to start doing it. There are a lot of opportunities for them to make calls, and they didn't. That's that's what Dad. Oh no, that's what Chris. That's what you said, Chris. Yep. And then and then, you know, Dad really summed it up really well in that first tweet that he sent or the first tweet the first text message he just sent he sent us all three of us it was that right there was everything we did wrong that last month of the season no heart and no desire to win the cup refs were against us so what find a way to score the goals somebody step up anybody dobby played well 
Yeah, and, and it's that's the perfect. That's perfect. And no. it's got to be the top three guys, and they didn't yeah. do it. So, yeah. and that's yeah. that's the hard thing about Yanmark is I love the way Yanmark plays. He always plays with heart. I wish he had the finishing power of Sagan because he he would be a, you know a top three. You know, he'd be a top line guy. Um, he's fast. He just can't. He can't. He's never been able to finish goals. Yeah. If he could yeah, figure he, out how to, if he could figure that out, he'd be elite. But I, yeah. I mean, we've we've seen him play for so long now. It's not. I don't think it's ever going to happen. He, he's not the guy that's going to take us to the next round. Is what it comes down to. He's a, he's a great player, but he's not going to take over a game. And there's no way we we should have asked him to do that. There's no way he should be the best skater on the ice. Honestly, like yeah. at all, he shouldn't be. It's yeah. I and I think that was big because. Gurionov and Hintz looked bad, really bad tonight. I felt like as well. Um, I, I I'm gonna go look and see how many shots. I mean, Hintz had two, Gurionov had zero. Um, he also Gur again. I this is frustrating. Gurionov only played twelve minutes and forty four seconds. Twelve minutes. He was the the he was only behind Fa, or, uh, Cogliano and Como. Or only in front of Cogliano, Cogliano. Um, Eight that, goals in the playoffs. Yeah, I I will never understand that. I at, at some point like, yeah, you're running your lines, but man, you gotta you gotta let him play more. Like, he he didn't. I mean, he didn't look good this game either. Honestly, um, he had an, an assist on the uh, Haskin and Fluky goal. So, I mean, yeah. it's a point, but like, he. Both him and Hintz didn't look like they were skating. Yeah, it honestly doesn't matter thing. if he looks good, really. At the end of the game, when you need a goal, you put your goal scorers out there. And he didn't yeah. do that. He he kept he kept putting FCC and Janmark line out there. Like they, they were the two best lines, but it doesn't matter. Those guys aren't gonna score. They haven't scored in the playoffs. So I don't That that's a big issue. So there's but, one more thing I wanted to ask y'all about. Who okay. starts game seven? Dobie has had three games in a row, sub-900 save percentage. Ben Bishop is back and healthy. He's been in a game. Who are y'all starting? I think Not Ben. Yeoman. Yeah, you, you can't. You can't. That With a game like this, he, they, are, they declared him unfit to play again for this game. He wasn't even on the bench. So it was Ottinger in net. Now, if you really wanted to throw Colorado a loop, you just throw Ottinger in there and say, good luck, buddy. <laughs> Pat him on the back and say, go ahead. Yeah. Exactly, right. And you know, you know that sounds so so crazy and so stupid. But maybe the stars, will, noticing they have a rookie goaltender back behind them, they're gonna try and play freaking defense well, and get the guys some goals. You just can't. You can't do that. Hudobin's yeah. been good. Hudobin's been good. Yes, he he's had the sub nine hundred um, tonight. I don't think he played poorly. There was Agreed. a couple. There's a couple. So uh, the Marcar goal, no one was on him. He was wide open in the slot. Like, what are you gonna do? Um, the and then you know the Rantanen goal was just no one stopping that. No one stopping that goal. Um, is it's a beautiful shot. I mean, it sucks it went off his mask, but you're not getting your glove there. Like, yeah. it's not gonna happen. So unless he's his face is in the right spot, you're not saving that. So I don't think he played poorly. I think you. I think you. Ride Hudobin. He's been the one who got you your wins earlier on. I think it was a stupid decision to put Ben Bishop in last game. Um, I honestly, when it if you're talking about momentum, uh, putting him in in that game was 
probably one of the biggest momentum shifts in the yep. in the we, we talked about that last podcast how we're going to look back on that if the series turns yeah. and it's turned yeah and and you know when it when it comes down to it you know you got you don't have the you got a guy who admittedly doesn't want to be a head coach head coaching the being yeah. the head coach for this you know like that is just we we obviously need someone in the in the in the you know yeah, and th- th- this topic's for another podcast, but Bonus has no th- – there's no reason he should be head coach right now. Like, even during the season, he should have been replaced. I think that's a terrible decision by Jim Nell, and it's it might have cost us a series real- realistically because it's not been good. That's a ter- His decision last game is absolutely atrocious. Well, well I, long- under- I understand the logic. So the, the logic is Ben Bishop looks like he's fit to play. Let's get him in that way. You know, in a game five where we have three games to win, let's get him in so that you know he's he's ready to go when we if we need him next round. So I get the I get the mentality, but against Colorado, we just needed to put him away. Like they're a good team, put him away. Yeah, so and it's that's... his it's his job to notice that Ben Bishop isn't really good. Because if you watched that game five, like I think all of us knew that Ben Bishop didn't look like Ben Bishop. He wasn't moving the way he did. He wasn't positioning the way he does. It he's got to notice that the coaches have to notice that it it's it's not it's not good it's not good well i'm gonna disagree with you on making bonus the interim head coach chris because you know at that point when you know that you're gonna get rid of your head coach because of some Mm -hmm. off the ice issues uh the alcoholism that was plaguing jim montgomery you just need to have some stability and Honestly, yeah. he he is that stable guy. He's very calm. He's very cool. He's very collected about himself. He's absolutely the complete polar opposite of Tortorella. And uh, and also at that time, there was just nobody that was, you know, that was available at that time. Because this was before, you know, uh, oh, Nashville head coach, uh, uh, Laviolette. And, I mean, Babcock was available, but who wants Babcock after all the stuff we heard about what he did in Toronto. Yeah, so well, I, I, I think we'll podcast for another day, but yeah, yeah, that's for another day. Oh, so what, what a, do we need to do to win game seven? Then what our stay, big guys have to I, step up. Yeah. That, that's <laughs> big, what it really comes down to. We could talk about staying out of the box. Of course, that's important. We could talk about who having to play a great game. That's obviously very important. What it comes down to is the guys who are making $25 million have to win the game. And that's what they're paid to do. And if they don't do it, we're going to lose this series and look back at a terrible mischance. Yeah. And, that, uh, and that's been your big point the whole time, Chris. That's a good yes, point. It has. Just like mine's been stay out of the box. And we've both been right. And, uh, this is going to be a real lost opportunity. I think this is it for the Stars. Like, if they don't win Game 7 on Friday, then now's the time to start, you know, looking at maybe doing not a full rebuild, but possibly a retool. Well, yes, Because our, our people are getting old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's too late. This is it. This is it. So if you, right. want, if you want to get a chance for a cup, this is it. Pawalski, this is it. Ben, this is it, okay? We don't have another opportunity. Okay. We'll see what yeah. happens Friday. Yep. Good podcast, guys. That's a lot of good comments and a lot of good things said. Um, I'm Ryan. That's been also Chris and Zach. Uh, thank you all for joining us. 
here on Starcaster Remarks, the only Dallas Stars fan-led podcast. See, I got it right that time. You can follow us on Twitter at StarcasticR, and then you can also find us on Facebook, Starcastic Remarks, and then you can also find us wherever you get your podcasts. Stars lose 4-1 to tonight. Hopefully they'll play better for Game 7. The sit. And uh, we will catch you guys on the flip side. Chris, I'm going to say it for you. Go Canucks. Go Canucks.